Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And from coast to coast, from New York to Los Angeles, we've got you covered with everything that's hot and what's not. And Linda, this week I've been reading some things on CNN about celebrities reinventing themselves. And I think you and I know a little bit about that. Well, I think everybody does. You get to a certain age, and things <laughs> change. So you, you, it's either reinvent yourself or, um, or kind of wilt. So we don't want to wilt. We want to stay powered up. We don't want to wilt. That's so funny. I just love when you're, I get all excited about these topics. It's like, oh, I think because I'm in the process of yet again reinventing myself. Um, I just think it's fun. And I think it's fun to watch these celebrities. Like one of the ones that I really have enjoyed watching is Courtney Love because she started out like just such a grunge mop and you know and now you look at her and she looks all pixie cute and then she'll go back and forth it's really fun well <laughs> i don't know she you know she had a lot of issues courtney loved so um hopefully that she's she's gone through that phase of her life because that phase of her life could have killed her true as it is true. you know a lot of other celebs yeah i saw well, the it, lindsay yeah. oh go ahead did you see the lindsay lohan no, no. interview on oprah no no, because I really have very interest, very little interest in that, and very little interest in in Oprah these days. I, you know, I don't know, but I, I, you know, because of the movie, everything happened with the pocketbook in in Switzerland. If you heard that story with Oprah, yep. and then it was denied, and it went back and forth. And I, I heard her on a couple of shows, uh, including Charlie Rose, who I who I love and I think is fabulous. But she pontificates. I mean, nobody ever has a chance to talk. It's always about Oprah, who knows everything. And and honestly, right now, it was just a frigging big turnoff, and all so promotional for the movie. I yeah, and I agree. now they're talking that. And now that she now they're talking. Oh, she could be up for an Academy Award. Oh, please give oh, please. me a friggin' break. That is you know, ridiculous. Come on. Yes, you know, I, you know it's, and I, I didn't see the movie. I will see the movie because I think it's probably a very um, interesting movie to see. Um, but apparently she had a, a, a small part in the movie. But, you know, she's Oprah, and whatever she does is, you know, oh, my God, nobody else could have ever done that. You know? <laughs> I think it's got to be hard guess... for Oprah to even live up to being Oprah. You know, it's like she's such a, a, a monolith in our society. It's like anything she says, the media just hangs off of, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Well, you know, I don't know. She's she's just lost her humble. 
And oh. um, when she, you know, and I'm sure she did a long time ago. I'm not saying she isn't smart, and, I, and it's not that I don't respect her because I, you know, she, I think she's done an amazing job. And talk about reinventing! I mean, she just goes, goes, and goes, and goes, and goes. But just give it a rest. You don't have to be so Oprah all the time. <laughs> you know, and then she goes into her spiritual mode, and you know, and then this mode, and that. You know, it just after a while, it just gets tiring. You're just, yeah. you know, you you put your pants on one leg at a time, just like we do. So, come on. Oh. Well, I just like, <laughs> and that's what I, I have to say about Oprah. There you go. How do you really feel, Linda? There about you Oprah? go. I just yeah, like I, I was TiVoing a bunch of stuff or whatever you whatever Direct TV records it now, you know. And I watched so much TV this past week, you know, because my kids were on vacation with their dad. I feel like I got like a you know a whole catch up on things. But it was kind of fun when I was watching the Where Are They Now segments, you know, um, with Oprah. I loved watching the old clips of Oprah because it's like every clip she looked different. She's fat. She's thin. She's buff. She's you know got red hair. She's got you know. It was kind of fun to watch, you know, watch that metamorphosis, you know, despite the fact that Oprah's Oprah. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I guess we could always, we could put it together our own uh, series of pictures and videos because, you know, we, we do. We change all the time. Uh, she, because of the weight, was back and forth and back and forth. But, um, and she was on television, so it, it, it's really easy to record. But, yeah, listen, as I said, we keep changing. If, if The more we resist change, the more change hits us. So, <laughs> you know, it's just something, it's just something that, um, you know, just expect it. We have no control over it. The, the only thing we have is the control of, okay, what, we're going, what are we going to do when things do change? You know, are we going to accept it, be happy, be afraid? crawl into a hole, you know, what are we going to do? I, I do want to go on a soapbox just for two seconds um, this week just because of an experience that, that we had about the importance of being your own health care advocate. Yes, please. Um, be, because because it, it's just so important, I can't even be, and it's so scary out there in, in, in medical world that you really, really have to take care of yourself, ask questions, and don't trust everything these docs are telling you because they make so mistakes what too. Well, a couple of weeks ago, uh, my husband was not you know, feeling well. He had a low-grade fever. He um, had a head-to-head aches. He just ha- lost all of his energy. And this like just happened, bing, bang, boom, you know, really, really quickly. And I didn't know what to do. So, you know, we were just you know, I didn't know if it was a flu bug or whatever. Um, but so we were just hanging, you know, close to home because he didn't even have the energy to get in the car and, and, and drive somewhere. Um, and then, so that was like Friday and and, and Saturday. And Saturday night, um, he just wasn't feeling well at all. In fact, he started to get the chills. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had it, those chills that you just, you can't get warm. Um, and I, I was scared. So what do I do? I call, you know, if I, if I don't know what to do and I'm scared, I call 911. So That's a good thing. we came and we, we went to, we went, yeah, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on the radio. And, <laughs> just play uh, one on the radio. That's right. <laughs> right. So I, we, I, they take him over to our local um, hospital and they, you know, the emergency. When we got there, he was 103.5. That was his temperature. And I said, oh my goodness, this isn't good. So they put him on an IV and they cooled him down with ice packs and blah, blah, blah. And they, you know, they, didn't know what it was too, but they were asking lots of questions. And um, so they took bloods and then they did a chest x-ray. So after this four hours in the um, emergency, 
um, when they were very, very nice, and they seemed to be thorough. They, the doctor came in and he said, well, your chest x-ray says you have pneumonia. I said, pneumonia? How in the heck did that happen? And I was a little skeptical because he wasn't coughing. He didn't have any kind of chest um, issue of breathing or, you know, anything like that. So pneumonia, you usually think of something that, you you know, that impacts your lungs. Anyhow, um, he's, and I, at that point, I said, you know, I don't know. Maybe it is pneumonia, but, you know, we're in Connecticut all the time, and I, I don't know why this just came into my head, but, you know, maybe he has Lyme disease. So they said, well, they didn't even take blood to do a Lyme disease test. But they said, well, just in case, we'll give him uh, antibiotics that will cover both pneumonia and Lyme, and Lyme disease. But please follow up with your doctor. So next, you know, so we we next the the following Tuesday we went to the doctor. He looked at he took fresh X-rays and he looked at. He says there's no pneumonia in his lungs. He doesn't have pneumonia. Um, I don't know what they were looking at. So the bottom line is that, they, and I go in through my Lyme disease thing again. Um, he took the takes the test. Um, goes home, finishes his cycle of of antibiotics, and then I get a call from the doctor. Roger has Lyme disease. So um, we were kind of skeptical even of that because if, if, when you hear a false diagnosis and then you hear something else, you, you, know, you, you really wonder what the hell they're, they're doing. So, um, but he does have Lyme disease. Uh, we are on antibiotics. The good thing is from these new tests that they have for Lyme that you can catch it early. If you catch it early and take the antibiotics, you've got a much better chance of not getting chronic symptoms later on, of which so many people had. I mean, I put it on Facebook on Saturday. I must have had 30 people giving me their Lyme disease stories because in the Northeast especially, it's rampant. And now they're carrying even more bacteria that is even worse than Lyme disease because usually you think of Lyme disease with that with that bullet rash. Right. You know, yeah, he didn't get that at all. Wow. I hardly remember being having a tick. So I, it's just that I, I don't trust everything that these docs are telling you because they'll kill you. Um, you know, you ha- first of all, finding someone you trust is helpful, but um, that was my story, and um, and you have to speak up because if I hadn't said a Lyme, my gut was telling me Lyme disease, and if I hadn't said that to either one of the doctors, whether the hospital or mine, they probably wouldn't even have tested him for it. Absolutely. I mean, it's one thing, Linda, I'm so happy that you brought this up. You know, we only have uh, two minutes, so we have to go to commercial break, and then we're going to bring on Trish Rubin. But it's so important to be your own advocate. I found that with my son when my son had that bleeding disorder. For two years, he bled, and everybody called me an overprotective mother, a first-time mother, and it turned out, yeah, guess what? He had to have corrective surgery, and, you know, that was only after he bled, like, all over this doctor from head to toe, and they got him in that... Uh hospital the next morning it wasn't even 24 hours and they're like he could have bled to death and I was like did anyone not hear me so yeah squawk 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 yell 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 because it is true the squeaky wheel gets the grease and I I mean the internet the internet's a dangerous place because there is so much information out there that it can really scare the bejesus out of you but do 
do do your research. Talk to as many people as you can. Look online to, so get an idea uh, if you if you report your symptoms, you know all the things that it might be, and then go to your doctor, you know, armed with for bear, and say, okay, I after I think it's this. Your my doctor calls me. Hey, hey, I got to cut Franklin. you off. We're going to go to commercial break. Okay. This is Powered Up Talk Radio with Beck and Franklin. When we come back from the break, we're going to welcome Trish Rubin. We're going to yak some more, so you're not going to want to miss this because my God, Linda, you're fired up today, and I love it. I love it. So we're going to go to commercial break. Trish Rubin after the break. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Join host Kaylin Amadio for Act Local, marketing for small business. Kaylin helps concerned, confused, and even clueless small business entrepreneurs market simply, safely, and successfully. Join Kaylin for some Monday morning marketing madness that will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing for your local business, this marketing black belt will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin will feature a new tip that you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. Act Local Marketing for Small Business airs every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Rockstar Radio Network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we are fired up about a lot of things today, and we are going to welcome a brand strategist. She's fantastic. Her name is Trish Rubin. She's been on our shows before um, on uh, our other networks, and she is fantastic. You're going to want to hear what this lady has to say because she's a mover and a shaker in the New York region, and we can learn a lot from her, Linda, and she's just fabulous, isn't she? No, she is, and she really brings it home. Um, you know, I've worked with Trish. You know, well, I just got to bring you up to date for two seconds before we we um, before we bring Trish on because you know she's so instrumental in making all these things happen. You know, my shining service. Oh dear, my that's, that's <laughs> always unexpected. <sighs> Okay. Well, um, <laughs> but so um, you know, we're doing the Bloomingdale's uh, event in November for Veterans Day, but we're also doing a back-to-school uh, makeover um, for Columbia veterans. The, I mean, these are veterans that are going to Columbia University, and we're doing it at the John Barrett Salon, which is part of Bergdorf Goodman's, and they are going all out. I mean, you know, every salon it 
every time we go to a new salon, they're offering us more and more things. But how does that happen? I mean, they just do not come. They're not knocking on your door. And and what Trish has made it very, very obvious to me um, that all of these th- good things that are happening are because of the relationships that have been fostered. And And, you know, this is what she does. She helps you develop these relationships and she introduces you to people that can help you to take your your brand your business whatever your your charity to the next step so i just wanted to set that up because you know she's a, she is a really uh an expert at that i've worked with pr i've worked with so many pr firms that have fallen flat on their face they they take a lot of money and they never deliver uh anything that they say that they're going to deliver and and trish does so i'm talking from personal experience because shining service has grown so much in 3 years i mean we're just on fire because and awesome. certainly a lot of it is because of Trish. So let's bring her on. Let's bring on the queen. <laughs> Trish, are you there? I'm just going to shut up. I don't need to say anything the rest of the show. I'm putting my feet up. I have my Diet Coke. We've got the best PR lady in the business. we got Linda on fire. I'm good to go. <laughs> it's great. Well, thank you. Well, you know, I I love Linda. I um, From the minute I've had my first meeting with her three years ago, more than three years ago. Um, I just was so impressed with her, and um, I just knew that there's there was this wonderful greatness in this person. I was lucky to uh, be connecting with her, and, you know, you bring it. I think that's part of it. You know, you bring the good to you, and Linda had uh, a wonderful... Uh, brand that was out there, and it, that's what signaled the success of, Sign, of Shining Service is her energy and her hard work that she put into women's empowerment, and it, it found its niche market, which is a very uh, important and um, uh, essential market right now to help women in, and the military family. So it's here for a reason. So, uh, yeah, it's relationship building. And, Sandra, you know, I was so excited. I met you through that Shining Service relationship uh, world and came to you because someone had said to me, you know, this woman in California, she's doing great things out there for military women. Okay, let's figure her out. And the minute I got the chance to talk to you on the phone, I just knew your energy was the best. Thank you. That was what makes you so good at PR because you can just dig out the good in people. And that's a big part of finding, you know, that that niche market and finding the voice to match up with the right people. Because you could take me and put me in front of a bunch of people that would just hate my guts and that would just think Linda is awful, you know, and it's really a big part of matching personalities so that we match. It's like, I love Linda. I love you, Trish. I mean, I think it's really fun what we do, but you have to have a really good sense of people of who's going to click. Right. Because there's, you come across so many people when you're out, um, especially in the entrepreneurial lanes that um, we're in. Uh, you meet so many people, and you cannot, um, you, you you can't say, okay, all of these people have value for me. Uh, you have to be very careful, and you you have to 
be thoughtful, but you go, I do go a lot with my gut, and I just feel the energy of people, I, and and I know where I want to be. And so far, it's been good for us uh, to do well, that. Well, it's an art. I mean, not everybody, you see, this this is why it works for Trish and I especially, and, and probably with all, with her other clients as well. I'm not a great networker. I I don't really like going out that much. And when we when you get into a room to be able to just to go up and talk to people and tell them what you're doing, and you know it, it it's intimidating, but not to Trish. And that's why you know if you go with her, you know she's doing that for you. And then she's saying sort of come over here. I want you to meet this person. Come over here. I want you to meet this person. You know she's kind of she's scanning the room and she's like a little like a little <laughs> laser beam to say. <laughs> Come over here. Come over here. Uh, that, you know, that's valuable. That's 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 real value. And you can do it now through digital presence too. You can have that same value with people because people develop a digital footprint, a brandedness about themselves, and you can see it even in the way they connect in their content, what they share, how they promote themselves. Is it all about them? You see it, or are they generous? And it comes through digitally as well. How do you? I've always. How do you spot the? the I mean, every you you're out every night of the week practically, and, and you know, and my I've done my fair share, but yeah, I've dragged you around a lot. <laughs> but it's you know, everybody is oh oh, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Oh, I can do this. I can help you. Let's get together. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then I would say ninety five percent of them fall through. They they just don't. There, there's no follow through, and they just drop off. So, how do you spot the ones that you actually know that this this one is somebody I want to hold on to? Mm-hmm. I think because of what I tend to do is look at people as people, and so when I'm in the room, I'm looking. It's almost like a you know a dating piece too. Like who do I want to date for that few minutes? Who do I in a way of opening yourself up and socially connecting. So a lot of what I do is done through that a social lens of somebody are these people either like me and I know I'm going to have an easy way in or is this person really different from me? And I know that if I approach that person, the difference is going to be the catalyst. So for me, it's Sort of comes in that social way of looking at people quickly because we all make our impressions very quickly. Research, I know lots of research out there. It says, you know, in nine seconds you have decided whether or not this this person is like you or not like you. Run, uh, stay. You have that feeling, and so you have to open yourself up to that. And it's, I think it's really, and, and it's, all, it's chemical too because you can be with people and you can get a chemical rush in the first few minutes of talking to somebody and you can say, wow, I feel good with this person. And then you think about why. You feel good because they are comfortable or they make good eye contact if you're meeting them or they've got a great handshake. So this is somebody that it, it feels good with. And then if you're in position where you're not, with somebody in that way, I wouldn't say every time I don't try to connect unless if I hear something in a conversation, I might. But I like to be with people who I like to be with, and, and I like their good, positive energy. Yeah. So I sometimes go home and just take those cards and put them in the vertical file. I don't, I don't reach out to everybody. 
I, when I wrote my book on networking, it was years ago, and I would tell people that I would generally take five cards into a networking event, and people, especially salespeople, they were always challenging me on it. And I said, well, I don't really want to be tied to, to trying to cast this big net, and as Linda said, it, where is this all going? I would rather look at people as people and then try to figure out is there something there. And if there's not... I have plenty of people in my Rolodex that I've come across in, in at events, and I haven't seen them for years. I was laughing with somebody about the three-year factor for me. All of a sudden, I've started to connect with people I haven't seen in three years. And it's just because energies are sort of bringing us together. And some of these people I will wind up creating business connections with. And others, it's like, hey, I haven't seen you in three years. What's going on? <laughs> I'll check you out in three more years. Maybe there will be something for us here. Well, tell tell people that I mean I tell people all the time you know that are new people that I'm meeting that are have a brand or a great product or a book or whatever they need to do you know that I mean I'm so down on PR it's it's crazy so I I, I talk about you and and because you you know you get things done you're effective so tell tell them your process how do you work um, well what I try to do is. Uh, I really work through referrals. I, I do I go out and seek out clients? Not really. I like to network. I like to build my network. So for me, work, as Linda says, is really getting out there. Either getting out there in a digital way and connecting with new people through the digital uh, platforms, or which I prefer face to face. So I really like to just be out there because. It may be that I'm not going to find a potential client for myself, but I'm going to find somebody who is going to in some way benefit me. And I look for the real people who will do that. And maybe I can do something for that person. Who do I know that they would like to know? Yes. And by doing that, it really helps you to, to look genuine, which I feel like I want to be. And um, and then, you know, have that, that buzz around me that people will say, and Linda's and both of you are very nice to talk about me in such kind way, but that I, I do try not to, um, you know, over-promise things to people. And it's different. Like, if I work in a way that it, everything's all mashed up, you know, so PR and marketing and invent, inventing yeah. and um, digital blogging, communicating, all that's all mashed together. So, you know, people who are in PR... That old model is dying because they can't. The, what's different for me is I will never, and Linda knows this, I will never go out for a, a, a lunch to talk about a client if they're not there. I will never charge that out to anybody saying I'm there representing you. That doesn't work for me. If I want somebody to be connected to someone that I think is good for them, I'm going to put them in a face-to-face -face situation with them. And, and that's how I work. And it doesn't have to be over lunch. It can be at a networking event. It could be on the phone. It could be any way, but I really think that the people that I'm with have such great value, i got to share it. And protecting my turf is not what I'm about. I, Linda and I were in a meeting last week, and I just said, I play really nicely in the sandbox. I try. And um, only a few times have I been bitten by that, you know, but usually um, it's good. So my process is really through that looking at people, making relationships, and then I begin to see the connections that people need. I see them in so many...
we've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Why is religion such a thorny issue in our society and the world? And why has religion often become a source to divide people rather than unite? Frank Talk with Dr. Ajaz is a forum for civil dialogue on religion and wellness on Toginet Radio. Dr. Ajaz Nakvi invites leaders and activists from all walks of life and faith to engage in a civil discussion on religion and current events. Join us for Frank Talk with Dr. Ajaz every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and our guest today is Trish Rubin. And for those of you that missed the first uh, half of the show, I invite you to check out our website, PoweredUpTalkRadio.com. I invite you to go to iTunes. You can download uh, podcasts from the uh, beginning of the year. We have about 25 hours of uh, free programming to power up women around our country and around the world. You'll also want to check us out at Toginet.com, which is our host station. You might be listening live. You might have pulled a feed. We want you to um, experience all that we have given in respect to powering up women. And our guest today, Trish Rubin, is somebody that's talking about networking. She's talking about building relationships and how to build a business. She's done a great job with my company. She's done a great job with Linda's company. And Trish, you were talking about the importance of relationships before we went to break. I'm sorry we had to cut you off for commercial. Do you want to finish up what you were saying? Yeah, I just think that they are the foundation of of the work that we do in anything. I mean, that's what we teach our children. You know, we teach them to play nicely in the sandbox. My background's in education. We need to uh, kind of continue that. I think as and as adults, we we should be playing nicely in the sandbox together. And that's built. That's when you build relationships and you feel good with people and you look out for them as well as yourself. That's when good stuff happens. Uh, Sam, well, when I'm a, what, what I notice about Trish is that she's very generous. I mean, she can, you know, meet somebody at a, in, in a room and they're telling her what they're doing, and she says, oh, I've got to uh, introduce you to so-and-so because I think that that's somebody that, you know, that can help you, that will work with you, that, you know, will take you to the next one. And, and this is not a client. That's just, a, just someone she's met. So a lot of people get confused about networking and say, well, I'm just going to go out and, and uh, give out a card and, and wait take whatever I can take, but it's a two-way street because you get more when you give more. Yeah, I was in a meeting today with someone, and um, it was a, a trust and estate attorney, and she she was talking about the, when she was a young associate, uh, how even just in those high-pressured areas, you know, they, they bring them in and they, you know, give them, they groom them, but they never help them to understand how to build relationships, and there's they're paying them big money, and she said, and after a while, you're sitting there, and you're going, okay, so, 
Now I'm expected to be Rainmaker. How do I do it? No one's told me how to do this. And they and people even those places where people are smart and 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 do great work and uh, they look for ways to make relationships and they don't understand how to do it. Yeah, the young people is very important. In fact, uh, uh, Sandra, that Trish is actually she she did um, uh, some classes at NYU. Uh, in the spring, and she's going to be invited back. In fact, she may become what is an associate professor at NYU. And, Imagine you know. professor. And I was in a meeting today with another client, with one of my students from NYU, an absolute dynamo, and she is actually going to do a, a, a long volunteer event for uh, for a, a, a pediatric cancer research, and she's going to do it in the park. She's going to do a she does uh, boot camps in the park, and this girl's building a business, and she's 30 years old and was in my class, and she's, I brought her to the table because I know she has value for somebody, and she's doing this amazing, amazing uh, donation of a day of her time to boot camp. So you never know. Where the, I mean, some people might look out and say, oh, they're just kids. They're only kids. They don't know. They, uh, you just have to see what people uh, have to share. So you know we're in New York, so God only knows you could be, you could go to twenty things every day. But the, for somebody that's you know in a smaller town and there isn't a lot of networking, is something that you you have to sometimes create on your own. Maybe you have to be the organizer. Um, you know you can talk. You want it, it sparks all over the country because Trish um, Sandra Trish does a some it sparks networking and she has what maybe six events a year where she you know she does um. She brings all of these people in her network together at some sort of whether it be a, a baseball game or a or a, a sale on on the on the Hudson River or something, you know. So everybody's charitable, what, yeah, and yeah. it's charitably founded. So is, there's always a charity associated with it. That's that's the difference. And Linda, I think you're right. You know, if people are listening and they are not in a big urban area, you know, how do you do this? I think you really can look for ways that people gather. Where are they? I've joined some associations, and and I've I've connected myself and made myself go to places where I figure I I would might be the only person there. I've gone to meetups for tech that were the the people there were you know old enough to be my kids. So you go and you just figure out why am I going there? Am I going there to make relationships? Am I going there to find business? You have to be a little bit fearless. Yeah, a little bit. I would say a lot fearless, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't you, Sandra? A lot. Yeah, yes. Just, a lot. You know, because you're going into a, a room or or a space where you know, if it's a, especially if it's a techie space, you know, you know, we don't know a whole lot about technology, but you know, here you are in this room with all these you know young geeks, but you, you know, them. You, you want to learn from them, so the conversation is about. What do you know that I should know? I'm I'm old enough to be your mother. What what advice would you give your mother about technology? So you you really again approach things on a personal social level. So even if you're out in somewhere and it's a small town, your schools that that your kids are in are perfect places for you to meet people and learn about them. The sporting events that you go to, your churches that you would be at. Uh, there are just so many, you think about where people gather, 
and and just go there with the idea that you're learning. For, and that's yeah. right. Ask, I mean, well, you know, people love to talk about, about themselves. That's for sure. So yes. if you get them talking about themselves, then you know already you're <laughs> you're in a win-win. <laughs> Unless you hate what they're saying, and then you can walk away. Right, right, right. So that's it. And and because branding is really based on being relational. That's when you have a brand, you're trying to establish a relationship for a product or a service. So branding is is based in relationship building. Yeah, and now, you know, branding even, for, you know, for the charity is, you know, we're trying to now for Shining Service get sponsors. Um, and, you know, that's not an easy proposition either. So, it, again, it's all about relationships, about getting in the door of some company or corporation or whatever so that you can at least make a pitch so they know who you are. Um, I think, yeah, that's part of it is, um, is just looking at, continually looking at relationships. And we've done that well, and we're continuing to do that. And uh, I think that's why Shining Service is at a, really sort of at a tipping point right now. It's because the relationships that we're building are now uh, developing. Yeah, I mean, with all these salons, I mean, they're, they're, they've they been wonderful and they're very, very generous, you know, where we do all of our, our makeovers. Um, and they're doing, I mean, some of them are, they're doing unbelievable things on their own, but if, you know, being in, just being able to get in the door of these salons is wonderful. Um, one of the salons, we, we Julian Farrell, which we did for Fleet Week and probably will be doing for Bloomingdale's, I, he was in the Wall Street Journal today because he is the exclusive hair cutter at the U.S. Open. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, look at it. I mean, you know, that's, that's pretty amazing stuff. That is, yeah, that is amazing stuff. So, yeah, we'll be that'll be great, and we'll we'll be um, really happy to work with them again. And that's based upon what we know about them, what they know about us. Yeah. Hey Trish, I just yeah. got a um I just got a thing in from a Facebook listener who asked wanted me to ask you the question, what do you think are the biggest mistakes women business owners make with respect to networking and branding? Well, I think the branding piece, uh, you have to be, you've got to be thoughtful with the branding piece and consistent. And when we were talking earlier about the idea of changing and reinventing yourself, I think you always have to hang on to something consistent about yourself so that even if people Google back and see, well, what you were doing before, they can say, well, I see this person and they didn't just be a chameleon and just change, you know, from red to blue, I see that this person had this particular message or this tone, and they've kept that. So I think you have to identify. And I I did hear someone once say, you know, actually, and I used it in a chapter of a book that's being published uh, soon, in an educational branding sense. Come down to one word. Come down to one word about yourself and try to dig in and say, then that way I want to show that one word wherever I go. What's your word? Well, for me, it, 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 it always goes back to connection. So that's my word. Your connection. word is connection. Sandra, do you have connection. a word? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you ever think gosh. about a word, one word that would describe your or business or, yeah. or you? It's like that's hard. 
It is hard because I think about, I would have to say maybe empower because, you know, my radio shows empower the military family, the powered up empowers, you know, women entrepreneurs. My company empowers women to build their own businesses. I, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. Yeah, it's a really difficult thing to do, but you can do it. I mean, it, it, it's something you can just keep thinking. So that really guides you. So when you start having doubts, you just go to your word. That's what I'm about. That's what I'm about. And that helps your personal brand. Linda, what about you? Uh, I'm trying to think of a word, but, you know, I'm so wordy. That <laughs> 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 to come down to one word is is, is really, um, um, you know, I, you know, maybe it's two words, doing right. I mean, there's so many people out there trying to do one-upsmanship on everybody and, and trying to it, – it just uh, just doing well, right, going with your gut, I, you know, just that. I like gut for Linda. Yes. Going with your gut. Because that's – you lady. Always, that's always. Girl. That's you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to identify all you do, all that you are, you know, everything you've created. Um, But you're right. There is a through line. It's like a script. Yeah. And so for that lady, it's just, you know, a theme. Who are you? And even though you might be changing uh, careers or jobs, you're taking you wherever you go. So it's about, you know, it's about you first. Yeah, because women, you know, we, I think one of the things we do is then I've got to update myself. I've got to change this. I've got to be different. Nope. Just go to your word. So that would be my my answer to, to someone who's thinking about that. When you're building that brandedness, you know, who are you and what do you want it, what do you want to capture? Well, and if yeah, your brand you is to true to you. who you are and your brand is true to yourself, like you can carry that not only in your business life, but carry it all through your personal life. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, so many women are, 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 you know, hopping off one train and getting on to another. And it's, but, you know, we see it, I mean, if so, be on Facebook, be on those social networks, especially Facebook, because it, it gives you a little bit more insight into people. There's so many people doing different things. Um, just take a look at what they're doing and how they're getting their message across. Absolutely. I always find it funny when, you know, some of my clients or friends of mine, they have such a different personal life and such a different professional life. It's very interesting. I'd like to talk to you guys a little bit more about this. I need to take us to commercial break. Uh, This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin on Powered Up Talk Radio, and our guest today is Trish Rubin. Trish, what's your website real quick before we go to break? It's www.trishnyc.com. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, 
Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and our guest today is Trish Rubin and Trish came up with something really outstanding, Linda, I think I'm going to carry this one along and chew on it for a couple of weeks, that one word, like what's that one word that represents your brand and I always like to think of like your brand as like who you are, even whether you're a company, a charity, a product, it's like who is that person yeah. and it's fascinating to me going like awesome, just you know, Linda, I want to know what your your word is. I know you got lots of words, but I like go with your gut because I just love that about you. Well, then, then, then I think it was either you or Trish that came up with the word authentic because basically, with me, it's what you see is what you get. So, um, I think I think that that's that's the word. I and, like you know, that. that. I think that's good for you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, as I, it's doing the best you can with, you know, with with what you're doing. Um, I've I've said this to Trish. I've said it to you so many times. I've said it on the radio. Is the more I don't push push through, the more comes to me. So I'm just like watching things happen. You know, you know, seeing them develop, watching them happen. I'm not like a bull in a china shop anymore, except. <laughs> <laughs> when Roger's in the emergency room. But other than that, you know, it's kind of just, okay, let's see what happens. And, and nothing is is th- that terrible that it can't be fixed. And sometimes, like, um, after some meetings, I come out and I say, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed. But, you know, I, I go home, I have a nice talk with myself, and by the next day I'm okay again. Because <laughs> some of the things seem like like really hard How's how's this ever going to happen? But it always does, right? That's like the Shakespeare in Love quote. I love that from that movie. Remember that, where uh, he says he says basically the same thing in Shakespeare in Love. How does this all come together? And yeah, and Jeffrey says uh, it's a mystery. <laughs> it does. Yes, it's, it's a mystery, but somehow it it happens. And you know, you're always going to have these little bumps uh, along the road. Um, just, I mean, just today, you know, we're 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 planning this big Bloomingdale thing, which is probably the biggest thing that that, that we've done. And so, you know, I think videos are very important. Having a nice, uh, a great video that will represent uh, th- this uh, this event is is very important. So, um, but I got a a price for us. We've used this guy before, and he's wonderful. But he sent me his initial. Uh, cost estimates for the video, and I almost had cardiac arrest. And I said, "Holy moly, where's he living? You know, this is a charity. You know, um, but um, it'll all work out. You know, <laughs> it'll all somehow it'll have a way of working out. If it's not him, it'll be somebody else, and um, or he'll he'll come down in price because it's a great it's a great op- this is a great opportunity for him and his business as well, and that's what it is. When it's, a, I've, I learned this long before, while I was still in Wall Street. It's a, it's a good deal is when it's a good deal for everybody involved. Mm, yes. Yeah. You know, you I'm going to so go that, all farm. That's really. <laughs> I know I'm going to go all farm oh, girl on you guys now because one of the things when uh-huh. I was listening to both of you is that you can't hurry nature. I know we're messing around with genetics and GMO and making, you know, chickens with 
large breasts and, you know, steroid filled cows, but you really can't, you know, I just spent the last two weeks, you know, on my home farm and, you know, picking corn and blueberries and blackberries. And you know what? You can't hurry nature. There's a season to things. There's a timing to things. And I agree with you, Linda, in pushing, 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 you know, we can push as hard as we want, but things just aren't going to go any faster than they're going to go. And I, I'm going to tie in Trish with this because that's where we need to go back to our one word. Like, I'm going to go back to, you know, the word empower. Linda's going to go back to the word authentic. Trish, what was your word? Connected. 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 You know, connected. and it's like... When and we don't have to say what she's connected to, but a whole bunch of different things. Connected's a good word. Connected. Just, that's my thing. I think and keep getting connected. Yeah. But think about it. When we get stressed, when we're pushing against, you know, the universe that, you know, we need to get these things done in this, you know, that's not to say we're not going to try hard and we're not going to do our best. But when we start pushing against the universe, it's like that's when I become disempowering. I mean, I don't know, Linda, if that's when disauthenticity comes in or Chris or Trish things become disconnected you know it's like that word that we're talking about our branding word really works in synergy with that universal flow of things Uh, i i think it does i think it does um and and when i because what what is being um you know pushing through is is like trying to control things you have no control over and right. and that's the same with nature we have no control over nature whether it be uh hurricane sandy or when an orange is going to you know be ripe on the vine and the same thing with people we have no control over other people what they're doing uh, events that are going to happen so we just have to stay in our lane do the best we can and and just lay back and you know put the wheels in motion and then see what happens yeah and stick to our brand you know as women stick to our brand because we do brandies we do brand ourselves as people beyond you know what we create and how we do in the workforce and linda you're as authentic in your business life as i see in your personal life trish i think you know the word connected is you personally as well as professionally you know and i see that same empower in myself and you know it's like the theme of the show today is what's your word and then how do you get back to your word but Trish is real. You know why Trish is? Re- uh, that's a good word for Trish because I've known her now for over three years. I have never seen her get crazy. I've never seen her get discouraged. She's always got a smile on her face, and she's you know she's just she's got this very great energy pouring from her. And I can't say that about a whole lot of people. Okay. Because you know, and if it isn't if it isn't real, if it's, if if you're not connected to something, um, even beyond yourself, it, you can't fake it. But uh, I mean, and I, I'm not that good, you know. I I I'm I'm up and down and blah 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 blah. And she is like always on that really good plane, you know. How do you do it, Trish? It, it, it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> I don't know. I I try not to, like Linda says, I think I try not to just, you don't want to get um, clogged by bad energy. You just kind of say, okay, this is bad for me now, Um, but if I wallow in it, it's going to take a longer time for me to get through the bad, or I'm not feeling the love here, or whatever, and I'll just push through it. And and it does happen, you know. You get in those ways, or you're with people that you go, how did I get into this? And then you lovingly release it. 
Yeah. But Trish, and, what I'm hearing, tomorrow, Trish, is you're making a conscious choice. You're actually thinking about how you feel and how you want to present yourself. You said, you know, you think about this. Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I really, I try to think about it. Every day for me is different. And if you have listeners who are trying to, are, are entrepreneurial, we all know that every day brings something new and different. It's different from any job that you had in an organization, any way that you had to work, you know, in a, a closed group. It, it's, it's, I kind of joke, you know, I have to be employee of the day every day. And so I try to bring that. And, and I like bringing that energy because, I get, I'm very lucky. I, I've been, I get to work with people that uh, I really appreciate and value and enjoy being with. So that's a great, a great gift. And it's easy to then connect them because you are so uh, excited because when you see something for them, that's what you want. It's, you want them to have that, that, uh, that connection because you know that something is going to come out of that it's going to make them move forward. So it's always the forward motion. And it and it's so hard. I mean, after, I think the toughest thing for me after Wall Street for so many years when I was part of a team um, mm-hmm. was to then be like in a vacuum and right. be by myself uh, trying to figure these things out and, and things that I knew nothing about because going from, from running a trading department to blocking was quite a transition. But <laughs> it's really nice to have a, a team of, of, that you build up uh, over time that, you know, that understands, that, that helps you, that you can bounce things off so that you're not in that vacuum anymore, you know, because sometimes you're your own worst enemy when all you've got is you and your, your chatter. Your, you know, your mind chatter, and it, it's, it can be destructive, but it's so nice to have, you know, people that put you back on the right track. Building yeah. relationships does that. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, and, and that's it. It's just the constant building relationships. And, you know, then you do lose people along the way, and you can kind of figure out how to get back with them, um, you know, even just we had a meeting yesterday, Linda and I, and we were kind of going on, like, how do we get back with people that we may need to to reach out to again? And But the advice we got was really just be genuine in yourself and real. And, now, how and do you guys people re- back. recharge? I want to get this last question in that came in through Facebook. How do you girls recharge? You're both high-powered women. You both have, you know, we've got marriages, we've got divorces, we've got kids, we've got everything in the mix that everybody else has. What do you do to recharge? I like martinis. Um, <laughs> I like uh, to write. I have an adult novel that I'm finishing off, and I'm going to put that out into the universe on Amazon. I like to write, and I like to go to the water. And Linda will say this, too. She loves the ocean. I like water. I could sit by a puddle and really be happy, in, you know, on Amsterdam. <laughs> Avenue on the curb and go oh, water. So I, but that's it. You have to do those things. Yeah, you do. Linda, and I, me, you? I mean, well, you know, we did, I did go to to the Hamptons to the ocean a couple of weeks ago, and it was it was a, it was only a day, but it was a great uh, battery charger. Um, now, when I'm really, if I'm if I'm really sitting at my desk and you know I'm just pulling the hair out of my head, or I'm starting to, I'll just stop and I'll go play with my dog because that that recharges me because she makes me happy. Lucy. Yeah, so, 
you know, it, it, I don't think it matters what it is, uh, but you can feel yourself, you know, just kind of coming down. Uh, and, and you know, and, and you can't fool it. I mean, your body just kind of, you know, that, that big ah. And, you know, because when you're in that highly stressed place or you're pushing too hard, you can't make good decisions. So you just have to let it go, even though it may seem like earth-shattering at the time. Just let it go um, and then do something, whether it's play with your dog or have a martini or go to the ocean and then come back because you come back and you make much better choices. Trish, we got about two minutes before we have to end the show. Any great advice for our listeners today? Um, great advice. I just say, you know, it, it starts with small steps. And as I said earlier, I, I work out of a framework that I say is ACE. How do you associate with people? How do you create interest and energy around what you're doing so people will want to pay attention to you? And then how do you engage people that are going to be with you for a while? So I always say, you know, I do, you know, I say to myself, did I ace my, you know, my work today? And then I think maybe, you know, did I associate? Did I create? Did I engage? If I did that, that's the trifecta. But sometimes it's just building associations on one day. Other days it's engaging the hell out of your day. You're sitting on the computer and you're just doing that or you're in front of people. Um, but create, that's really, for me, uh, associate, create, and engage is a, a good strategy. Yeah, and how you, should people just, reach you, Trish? Oh, uh, I love to be... No, no, I was just going to say just and get out there, you know, because no one's going to find you hanging out under your desk or, or glued to your computer. That's right. Oh. You've got to be out there. So for me, I like, um, I'm at brokerbabe underscore NYC on Twitter. And um, they can reach me um, at trishbrand.nyc at gmail. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Trish, so much for being our guest today. Our guest was Trish Rubin. And um, Linda, we had a lot of fun today. We're going to be back next week, same time, same bat channel. Uh, for those of you who just tuned in, check us out on iTunes, check us out on Powered Up Talk Radio, and check us out at toginet.com. Thanks, Power Ladies. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thanks. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and